Welcome to the Ignite You Podcast, where two bros journey into all things spirituality and human transformation. Let's get it. (laughs) Cheers Cheers to uh, everybody. Yeah, cheers. Listening and... Okay. Wow. We're here. We're here. I'm crying, bawling my eyes out. Yep. Welcome to Ignite You Podcast. My name is Cam McDougall. This is Ryan Miller. And we're here to talk to you today about... Full expression. Oh my God. If you... (laughs) You were passing it back and forth. I didn't know we were doing that. But we did. Yeah. Full expression. Expression. Fully. (laughs) If you had been... Tuned into what has probably been edited out. Well, no, has it has been edited, been edited out, out of this podcast episode. You would understand why we are giggly, giggly. We'll have bloopers at some point coming out to you guys. So look out for those. Yes. They'll yes. be funny. Definitely. <laughs> They'll be but funny. Today, today's an exciting episode. Yeah. Well, they're all exciting, but today's especially exciting. I don't know. It's a topic that I'm super mm-hmm. stoked on. I know it's like a topic that you live by yeah but we we were really kind of like okay well you know what what would be a cool way to bring forth a lot of these tools and these ideas and this concept of full expression came to the surface Mm -hmm. and when it comes to igniting the soul and getting yourself stoked and and totally enthralled in your life and who you are and your truth it's you gotta be able to express who that is and you gotta like love it and feel comfortable enough to do it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to drop into the fullest version of yourself. So we know that's a big kind of term that can be thrown around is full expression. And so we're going to drop into a few specific things and we're going to really, per usual, tie it to our journey and our personal experiences with it and what we know to be our truest version of full expression and what we've experienced that's actually really held us back. And what's allowed us to allow that through? And I love for me, like what's, your focus with that, setting down the cup. It's got to be making so sure soft. it doesn't make sound. Good, because my full expression would be smashing, <laughs> smashing this cup on the. Day. You should have done that. That's uh, that's what this. I'm not living in my about. truth. Is what you're okay. saying. Break the cup. No, my full expression right now is being soft, <laughs> See, with my cacao. That's beautiful. Full expression can look like that. Yeah, it doesn't have so to let, be. So let's let's define it. What 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 does full expression mean to you, Ryan? Expressing fully. <laughs> wow. That, well, I know. Profound. Insightful. I know. It, it means to me to not allow any part of me to not be seen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the biggest piece of it for me. Because sure, yeah, we can talk about all the parts that are going to be expressed. But to make sure each piece of me is seeing light. Each piece of me is coming through. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what comes up right away. What mm-hmm. about for you? Yeah, very similarly, just being seen in my truth. Yeah. Being seen for the person that I am and acting from that place purely for myself, Mm. not for anybody else. Like not putting on a mask, not pretending, just Mm. purely feeling what wants to come through me and allowing for that to Mm -hmm. be what is expressed. Yeah. So question for you, if you're in the shits or you're just like, like in, the in the shits, 
Don't make it plural, <laughs> or it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it weird. Yeah, if you said in the, oh, shit. In the shit, one shit. I think fine. it adds kind of swagger to I, it. Well, we in the shits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. It's, Okay, if you're in the shit, yes, which one, also kind of sounds I'm in like one shit. one shit. You're in one shit, but what okay. if you have multiple shits? Anyways, I digress. If you're in a bad place, if you are, you know, if you're a mess, mm-hmm. if you're snotty and sweaty, and you, you just, you just, you're at your, you know, quote unquote worst. Yeah. Do you allow yourself to be seen in that? Uh, the scenario that I'm thinking of that comes up where I'm snotty and sweaty in like the food sh- poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Food, fuck dude. Yes. And it, well, breath work Yeah, was okay. my first yeah, like beautiful. real experience of being in that. Uh, so th- those of you already know that cam is somebody who guides people deep into, to trauma releasing breath work therapies. And my first real experience with profound breath work healing was with cam. And this was three something years ago mm-hmm. at this point. And it was a moment where the first time ever that I was in front of another man, just one-on-one, and I cried, screamed, spat, like snotted, every, every single emotion that I could possibly feel, anger, frustration, sadness, joy, ecstasy, all of it within an, a 45, one-hour minute spectrum one hour minute spectrum. Remember, people, <laughs> that's the amount of time. That's the, we're we're <laughs> in the realm of no time. <laughs> one hour minute spectrum. And being in that with, with Cam and Cam witnessing me in that was huge. And so I think that was my first kind of real visceral experience of it. Because, yes, I've been sick. Yes, I've been sad. Yes, I've been these other things. And usually I would hold it back from certain mm-hmm. people. But breath work, man, you know, it brings sure. out the shit, brings out everything. The shits. All of them. It does. <laughs> uh, that's in a scenario where it does bring out the shits because you might poop. I might have pooped a little bit. It has happened. It can happen. An energetic orgasms and shits, like the full spectrum of experience yeah. because you're allowing it to. I think it's, it has to do with the safe container that, for instance, mm-hmm. you held there. We set the tone and then just going all in for it. So that was actually one of my first real experiences with being in snotty, just like gross, mm. just like I could say low point, but I could, yeah. I could also say very high point. So like at the yeah, same time, all sure. of it was occurring for sure, fully, like no, no holding back. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And you were in that, you were there. For sure. And, and I love that you brought up breath work. So I think it's cool to kind of define full expression in a sense of we've got this, like, you know, a lot of you probably follow Ryan on Instagram or you've seen him or maybe you're new to his world, but he's like, you know, he's got photos of him jumping naked off of rocks. Yeah, lots and, of nude stuff. You know, lots sure. of lots of nude stuff, but lots of like big bold movements of like expression. So yeah. there's we've got this field of like elation and excitement and fully expressing yourself. And then there's this other side of full expression, which is like the deep, dark shit mm, yeah. that we go into, both extremely valid. I would say the one important thing to add to this as we talk about it is just that when we're gonna be talking about our, this podcast episode, most of it's going to be about like living from your excitement, expressing yourself from a yes. place of like what's present. When it comes mm-hmm. to trauma release and like the full expression of emotion, we're going to, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on this stuff, but at the same time, 
that requires a very tight container. Yes. Right? So, you know, and I love how you brought that up because it's like we've got this one. You can jump off a rock at the beach and be excited and do some really cool uh-huh. shit and invite people into that. And at the same time, there are some deep practices required uh, with really tight containers for the darker, more yeah. full expression. Well, that's, yeah, that's, and that's it, right? That's <clears throat> full expression. Mm-hmm. All of it. The positive spectrum of expression, and mm-hmm. we could call it the negative, you can call it whatever. Yeah. But the, both sides, the light and the dark version of expression. Uh, But letting it all out. And I remember when that came out for me, it was like this specific memory came up with my father and like all these things were like healed in a moment. Yeah. And the healing that comes through with full expression, yes, in the shit that I'm talking about, but we can start to flip the script now and talk about how expressing your truest version in excitement and in joy Mm -hmm. is healing. And I know for you, you can speak to this because you had a lot of experiences kind of shifting into excitement and when that happened for sure you notice some deep healing start to happen well it's it's funny you say that because when we've talked about this in our spiritual bypassing pod or episode as well where you know i as as a healer as someone that focuses on helping people with trauma and going into you know the darkness and and a lot of these really nasty areas of, of human conditioning i have a tendency more recently to lean more into seriousness and to like Mm -hmm. really feel like I have to hold down a certain aspect of my being, which is very, very, very much. So, um, you know, hold it down, you know, hold it down, stay the course because when I'm guiding somebody, I gotta, I gotta be the anchor. Yes. And at the same time, when I start to limit who I am, Mm. who's also like, a bro that loves climbing mountains, surfing, playing, swearing, being a goofball, mm-hmm. like completely, you know, wearing crop tops and dancing my ass off. Mm-hmm. If I neglect that part of me, I start to actually hinder my healing yeah. because it starts to actually become more damaging to me because I'm almost letting a part of me die. So recently, especially since you've come more into my life mm-hmm. over the years, you empower me to be the healer but you also be like but dude you're also yourself you're also cam you're this you're like you're 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 a bro that goes out and does wild stuff so you have to harness that you have to you have to let that out Mm. and for me it's been so healing to be like okay well yeah there's areas where i am extremely serious and extremely connected to the divine cosmic and then there's times where i'm just like I want to drink a margarita and get on my surfboard and go send it and laugh my ass off and do dumb shit. Maybe surf naked. Uh-huh. And that heals me because that's who I am. Mm. And if I start going, I can't act a certain way because I am, you know, a trauma release breathwork practitioner. I'm actually going to cause myself more harm because yeah. I'm going to suppress a part of who I truly am. This is this is huge, man. Yeah. Thanks for reflecting that. It's, um, it's something we were talking about just the other day is like, do we feel as healers, as coaches, as whatever, you need to be a certain way. And we've seen examples of this and people in our field that are in that role and then live in that role. And then that's just like where they're at. And potentially, yes, they could be fully expressed and that's just where they are. And that's just the spectrum they, they play on is only in that area. But I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I really tune into that, I think we're so diverse as human beings. Like you're saying, there's so many different areas yeah. that come up and that want to be expressed and brought through. And we're just like, no, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'm a professional. I'm X, Y, Z. 
So that means we, as a collective, these type of people do this. Mm-hmm. And in small ways, man, we set that on for ourselves and we kind of take on those masks and those roles. I know for me, that was, that was a journey as well, as continuing mm. to like see all of the masks that I've put on through, like even being in the fitness industry, right? Like even in that industry, you would think you're like, okay, you're moving your body, you're blah, blah, blah. You seems like you're in an expressed field, but it's very limiting mm-hmm. because the lifestyle of a health and fitness guru or coach or whatever is limiting the yeah. box that is put in. For sure. Dude, and so, I mean, you know this very well. And it's, man, there's, everybody listening to this like has had an experience with this. I know having that mask and taking on a role and then taking that in as who you are, whether it was like a job mm-hmm. or a position you had in a friendship or a partnership. Mm-hmm. And even that in itself, like one, one of our clients recently said, like not feeling like they can have a partner that sets their soul on fire. Yeah, And that's a beautiful way to put it. It's like yeah. most of us aren't allowing things in our life, partner, job, experience, day to day that sets our soul on fire. Yeah. That's like, that's when you know you're in that full expression is when you totally. lit up, when you feel lit up for life. Ignited. That's it. It's, <laughs> it's so, it's so interesting that you bring up relationships because yeah. you know, you know me, I've, I've gone through it recently in yes. the last little bit and, and it's been a journey and a half. And one of my most pivotal moments came when I was talking to a friend on the phone and, and for those of you listening, I, I was, you know, I, I broke off an engagement about a year ago and it was really tough. We did all this work to, to try and figure things out. And, and I remember being in this really low spot. Like I was in a really, you know, depressed state because I felt like I wasn't myself. And yeah. I asked my friend, I said, what can you do to provide me with more insight on this? Cause I'm, I'm at a loss. I feel like I'm doing everything. And I don't really know what steps to take. And he said, do you feel like you can be the person you want to be in the relationship? Mm, Yeah. And when he said that, it was like a punch in my gut. Like it was like, boom, because I knew in that moment, I was like, shit, I love this person. This person's amazing, but I can't be who I want to be in relation with this person. And that was one of the most profound moments for me where I realized how far away from myself I had gotten. And I think it's really important to highlight this because I think this happens with relationships. I think this happens with jobs. Mm -hmm. I think this happens with friendships, with families, with all of these, these parts of our lives that we truly do love and we truly do, you know, really want to be a part of, but when they're actually not conducive to us being who we are, they end up actually causing way more harm down the road because we end up staying in them for comfort. Yeah. You know, and, and to me that was just, you know, such a pivotal thing. And now I ask myself that question all the time. Mm. Do I feel like I can be myself in this business? Do I feel like I can be myself in this friendship? This is, you know, all of that. It just continuously comes up. And I found has become a very, very good, like, I love this directional piece for me. When you say that, I feel it and I get it. I can receive it. But if somebody doesn't know who themselves, like, who am I? Like, 
when you say, can I be myself? I feel like that can be hard to tangibly mm -hmm. grasp. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you start to uncover that? How do you start to find your inner fully expressed banana? You know, like yeah. you might have to share that story without context. Fully it's kind of weird. Banana. But, um, yeah. you know, like how do you start uncovering, like peeling back those layers to see? <laughs> <laughs> we got a funny story for you guys. And who bit. you are. It's like, yeah, to <clears throat> so, find out. That yeah. Piece. So that's a, that's a great question. And so one thing I'd like to add is that I, you know, I, I think it's also important to, to ask yourself the question. And if you don't know who you are on a deep level, you can also ask yourself, you know, can I be the highest version of myself? You know, if you have an idea of who you want to be, mm. do you feel that you can be that person? But to answer your question, for me, it came down to taking a moment to think about all the things that I love doing, to think about where I was, to think about how often I had done them, to think about my life in relation to excitement. Yes. Because for me, excitement is the highest vibration from which we can operate. You know, no matter what, if you're excited, you're, you're usually in alignment, right? Regardless. And so for me, you know, in this, in that situation, I wasn't climbing mountains. Mm -hmm. I was living somewhere that was not conducive to my lifestyle. It was deep in COVID. So I didn't have community and couldn't meet new community because I had left my community. Uh, yeah. You know, I was like, it, it, there were just so many aspects of who I was and am that I wasn't acting on and that I hadn't acted on in years. Mm. And in some circumstances, you know, I would, I didn't feel that I could act on them even when I worked with my partner on these things. Yeah. Sorry. We're both clearing our throats a lot here because we, we did a bunch of primal screams to get ready for full expression. <laughs> we did. But so for me, it's like looking at your life and, and actually this is a cool, this is a cool little tool that I used to use at the beginning of my coaching career. It just kind of came up to share it with everybody. And that's, I used to do this thing called the fulfillment matrix. Mm. And so I would do like a, like a, like almost like an X's and O's square mm -hmm. with like nine different sections. And in each of those sections, I would put my values. So I would put like adventure, education, career, mm. relationships, connection, family, like, and I, and I had about nine pieces that I would put in there. And what I would do is I would run things through it. So I would go, okay, my relationship, does it positively check mark or negatively X affect mm. this pillar of my life? And I'd go through all gotcha. nine of those. Yeah. And at the end, sometimes it would be like, six check marks and three X's. And then I'm like, cool. Yeah. It positively affects my life. Or sometimes it would be eight X's and one check mark. And I'd be like, well, shit, I got to get out of this thing because obviously I'm not firing on all cylinders. So a really cool thing to do for people, if this is new to you is think about your values as a human and it doesn't have to be an X's and O box. It can be whatever. Generally an odd numbers better just because you don't get any ties mm -hmm. at that point but write down your values and pass whatever it is, whether it's your job or a relationship or a friendship, pass it through that and go, you know, does it positively affect yeah. it or negatively affect it? And I as like you move that. through it, it helps you really gain clarity on your circumstances. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's a really cool tool. And you brought up a cool piece as well when you were sharing initially, which was excitement being, you could call it the North Star. Yeah. And naming the state that you're wanting to be inside of mm. So like additionally to what you're saying as that tool, yeah. as fulfilling or not fulfilling your yeah. values, remembering that North Star yeah. of state. Yeah. Cause like it's always state, it always comes back to that. 
How do we want to why feel? Why do we do anything? Why do we want to feel a certain way? Why do you want more money? Do you want to feel a certain way? Exactly. Why do you want a good relationship? Do you want to feel a certain way? We, we're feeling-based creatures. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Feel. feel. <laughs> Got a little weird. So there. that. Yeah. So your North Star being a state. So being like, if it's excitement, which that is a very high and aligned state. I completely agree. Like, I live for that as well. Mm. And that's for you, you know, when you're tapped into that. So it was really easy for you to go through and like you were living in that scenario where you weren't being fulfilled. You could be like excitement. I get excitement from X, Y, Z. That's not show. These pieces aren't showing up. It's very yeah. obvious. Oh, I can get excitement like this. Yeah. You could work with that environment potentially to mm-hmm. find that excitement or you could change your environment, yeah. which is what you did, which 100%. is why you're now in Costa Rica doing this exactly. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so exactly. it's, yeah, exactly. it's pretty, pretty amazing, man. And to us, like this is this is a, a one of the main reasons we launched this podcast yeah. was because we want to help people be in their truth. Because when yeah. you ignite the human soul, like if you're living from your soul being ignited, that's that's you at your essence. Yeah. No matter what the fuck it looks like, like it's you in your essence, in your excitement, in your alignment, living fully expressed, mm-hmm. and just ignited. Yeah. And on that. We were talking about masks you put on, things you put on, things you come into, patterns you you face. But think about you as a child. This was a big piece we wanted to talk about is like, remember you when you were a kid, the version of you that was in that space, because kids are that. Mm-hmm. Kids are fully expressed little beings that are curious, that just want to figure it out and are just blah, 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 blah. like, however, they probably can't They're like drunk people. They're just drunk people. <laughs> They're drunk little people running around (laughs) being drunk. And that's good. They're drunk on life. They're high on life because they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. Don't give a fuck. No. And that's a big part of today. It's like, don't give a fuck. It's like that kid kid at the restaurant when we were out. I think it was at your birthday recently. No, not your birthday. We're out at La Luna and this little kid just comes running in. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then he just pulls his pants down and starts pissing right in the restaurant. Yeah, it's so like, maybe don't <laughs> do that. No, but do it. Yeah, okay, okay. Actually, I take that back. <laughs> Go into restaurants, take your pants. <laughs> no, scream first, oh, waving yeah, yeah, your yeah. hands, and then just and then, be like, oh, I'm just expressing my truth. It's just full expression. The guy's looking at you said to do it. Wait, 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 officer. Yeah, so what I'm saying is don't do that, but look at that. Look at that, for instance. And we all accept that. We're like, cool, that kid can do it because he's a kid. Yes, because kids can be as weird as they want. So can adults. I mean, we're not, you know, taking we're our penises peeing, out and peeing, but basically. Like you, everything had really, else, you had to get really descriptive there, right? I know. You had to talk had about to. taking your penis out. Yeah, because I'm, doing, I'm, I'm peeing. I'm just peeing my pants. Isn't that implied, though? <laughs> I had to. It's like no, you're just peeing. Well, because I was peeing my pants. That's allowed. People, people allow that in public. Yeah, yeah, pee your pants, sure. But once the penis is out, it's not allowed. Isn't that true? You can pee your pants all day. <laughs> Nobody cares. You're weird, though. Yeah. Okay, okay, I get down with that. So that's why I had to be specific. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt your. Dude, come there. on. So kids, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> like getting back to the essence. I know for me and we haven't talked about this yet, but inner child work is such a beautiful process for, for many reasons. Yes, to get to blocks and things and, and why trauma is occurring in certain things, but also to get back to the essence of who you are, to what you were talking about is like, this is a way also to get back to the essence. If you think about your inner child, whenever I first did this practice, I continued to do it. I'd check in with myself. I imagine me as a kid, because that little version of that boy is still in me in a, mm-hmm. in a pretty big capacity that I can check in with them and be like, what would you want to do today? 
Mm-hmm. And when we give space for that, it's like, I just want to go play on the beach, make sandcastles. Like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. To allow that to occur mm-hmm. and to give him a, him or her yeah. a safe space to do so. Yeah. To give him per, him or her permission. Mm-hmm. It's fucking beautiful. It really to is. tap into that. And I think you highlighted such a beautiful point here because so much of our trauma and our pain comes from when we were children. Yeah. You know, and I find that when, at least from my journey, the more I learn to express myself as an adult has me tap into how often I was suppressed as a child. You yes. know, like for me, you know, my, my, you know, you, you've heard my story a million times mm-hmm. now, but you know, one of the main stories that I carried when I was younger is that I'm broken and unworthy of love, mm-hmm. you know, and I carried that because when I was a kid, I would have these outbursts. They were just these, they were mm-hmm. like these manic explosions of energy. And I would, I would scream and run around. And I actually was known for like running out of class and having teachers chase me around the neighborhood where the mm-hmm. school was because I couldn't, I couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. And so, but what did they say? They were like, you're fucked up. They're like, you're, yeah. there's something's you're really too much. wrong. You're being too much. Yeah. You're, you need to be on Ritalin. You need to be put on drugs. Like, mm-hmm. and they'd give my parents shit. What are you doing? How are you not like raising this child properly? And that carried into my adult life as well. And whenever people would be like, wow, you have too much energy or you're too loud or you're being too much, it would trigger that inner child who would then hide, regress, mm-hmm. and be like, I'm not worthy. I can't express myself the way that I want to or feel like expressing myself yes. because it'll shut me off from love. Yeah. And you identifying that and seeing exactly where it came from, noticing the inner child in you, that little mm-hmm. boy that got deflected on being yeah. fully expressed and got punished for that. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. That was their perception of what it is. Totally. I can and heal that. I can 100%. tune into that. 100%. And, yeah. and most of the time, especially as an adult, and it's happened a lot, even with close yeah. people around me have been like, oh, well, if you want your Instagram to pop, you should probably you know, stop being so intense because you're probably pushing people away. Or mm-hmm. if you really want to be taken seriously as a CEO, like you probably voice. shouldn't wear booty shorts at the beach and like, you know, do cartwheels, like all this shit, yeah. right? Like people like, and I'm, you know, I'm making shit up the second part, not the first one, but it, it's like you, there, it would happen so often where it's like, if you want to fit in this box, you can't do this thing. Yes. Therefore suppress a part of who you are. And you'll maybe find success. And it's like, fuck that. Like people are attracted to energy. People are yeah. attracted to alignment. What you want to know what I'm, I'm so attracted to you about like, you're like, attracted. Okay. I'm so attracted. I to knew you. it. I just, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably end up kissing on this podcast. Yeah. Later, later. But the reason I'm so attracted to Ryan as a human is like, He's just this ball of energy and excitement and doesn't hold back. Like if you go to ecstatic dance with this guy, it's like it's wild, right? And so people gravitate to people who are being themselves and people get triggered mm-hmm. by people who are being themselves when they themselves can't be themselves. And then those yes. are the people that you don't want around you in the first place. So who gives a fuck? Fuck them. And that's... <laughs> fuck them. And that's the beautiful opportunity it is, is for you to be in your truth. You mentioned success. It's like, what then does success mean? Right. If it's not you being fully expressed. Like, how can you access you a can. true success? And I think that's why people use so much money and substances and all this bullshit. Because they're trapped in this 
conceptual idea of who they think they need to be and they can't actually be themselves and so they suppress 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 drink 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 buy 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 spend 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 yeah and then they're going deeper into that role into that character that they decided they were going to be and needed to be to prove xyz totally and then more and more pain services later on Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole that's a whole caveat. That is a whole but, other other caveat. But that's that's the idea is like remembering that if you're in your full expression, I I continuously need to remind myself this. It's surprising, like it may be surprising to the outsider of like allow myself to be weird even in circumstances that aren't. Be like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And if anything, if somebody gets triggered, which has been a big process for me, like intentionally allow myself to trigger people, which is, that's, it's a block for me. Anyways, side note for later being in my full expression does trigger people at times. Mm -hmm. But what I notice when I allow that, it's a beautiful mirror for them. Like you said, Mm -hmm. for them to see their own shit, to see what they don't allow. Because usually there's a trigger, for instance, ecstatic dance. There was a night where I triggered three people in the way that I was dancing. The next day I had conversations with all three of those people ended up being beautiful and insightful and brought me closer to those humans. Mm-hmm. But at first they were like, fuck this guy. Like, why is he doing this? Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah, yeah. weird. Blah, 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 blah. Like all the stories that come up. Yeah. But then ended up bringing me so much closer because I could see their shit. They could see mine and we could all just like bring it surfaced. And like yeah. the next week we went, more people were more expressed. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful, man. It's beautiful. It's a massive invitation. Yeah. Massive invitation. And and it, it I, I, I love it so much because... It's, you know, it's like we always talk about the work in this podcast. Always is the third episode. We always talk about the work. Um, A third of the time. Third at the time. But we we always talk about the work. And it's that like sometimes you, you have to be in these spaces where you just... You put yourself out there so much. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you see how you handle the shitstorm that happens around you. Because you, you, if you're not disrupting stuff... You're yeah. not making bold enough moves. You're probably not in your truth. Totally. And the fully. only way you can make <laughs> bold moves is by being bold. And the yeah. only way we generally gain the confidence to be bold is we act from boldness from our truth, from who we really are. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's such an important part of the healing journey is like really leaning into that. It is. So, Ryan, for someone like you, hmm. what has been your tool for really getting better at full expression like what pieces have you really used to you know because i know you you dealt with a speech impediment for a really long time like i know that you know you 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 used to be terrified to public speak and to Mm. get up in front of people because of how you'd look like how did you how did you navigate that how have you now stepped into this like bountiful loving expressed human obviously you do a lot of work yeah definitely lots of work long journey so Verbally, I was very blocked for a long time, but bodily, like moving, we talked about this. I would, you know, at a a young age from about 15 years old, I was a club promoter. Mom and dad, if you're listening, you probably didn't know that, but now you know. (laughs) I was a club promoter at about 15 years old in, in Gainesville, Florida. And so at that age, being able to do that and live in that world, so like promoting, bringing people to the club, getting them in. Obviously, I was drinking heavily at that time because I was promoting. I would dance a lot then, I would move my body a lot, but I was very reliant on these substances. And we were talking about this, how I was like, you know, liquid courage. And a lot of people 
out there, that's what they do. They're like, I'll dance, but let me get a couple drinks in me first, mm -hmm. right? Which means I have this piece of me that wants to be expressed, but let me do something that's gonna allow it to come out mm -hmm. first. And so that avenue was alcohol. Mm -hmm. So it was there, but to actually integrate it to like a, a more healthy lifestyle in a way that it could really be expressed, because really it was just toxic in the mm -hmm. way that I associated then with dance and with all that stuff. So it was just like, oh, I feel like shit the next day whenever I do that thing. Mm -hmm. So long journey for dance specifically, ecstatic. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, we could go into it. We should just do a whole episode on ecstatic because we'll Definitely. continue to mention this. Having moments where the inner child work was a big one, actually. Now I think about that because checking in with myself and realizing how limited I was in playing from a certain age because of how I perceived my dad to be mm. as such a, a non-playful person. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, my perception of him was like, no, nah, he's like the opposite of playful. <laughs> so to be a man is not to be playful. Yeah. So I always had that perception kind of in there, even though I wanted to play, but I would have to do it in these, you know, small corners, these outlets at, mm -hmm. you know, clubs or whatever, where I was like safe to do it. Mm -hmm. But when you can create safety wherever you go and you can feel safe, in whatever environment you're in because you feel safe in yourself, mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah. Like, and for me, it's not like that was an instant, like, oh, I can do that, wow, and then just mm -hmm. do it. But it was bringing people in that were close to me and giving myself permission to do it alone as well. And doing doing what? So like specifically, yeah, yeah. Dancing? Or yeah, dancing for one, yeah. like being like, Ooh, I used to love climbing trees, but if I go to the park and climb a tree, I'm gonna look like that weird guy that's like, uh, okay. why is he climbing a tree? Yeah. And I was like, Fuck it. Like, I don't know anybody in this park. <laughs> and to the point, strangers, don't give a fuck what you're doing. Like, strangers, <laughs> dude, like, seriously, we think everyone's oh looking at us God. and watching us. And what, like, strangers don't care. They got their own shit going and on. And even if they do, they're going to forget and two days gonna later. They're going to forget. And if anything, they might even just get inspired. Like, why are you climbing a tree? That's cool, which ended up happening. But like, little bits of permission, mm -hmm. little bits of like allowing myself a little bit more, allowing myself to listen to certain music and, and dance a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know, while I'm on my scooter driving around. Little bit, allow myself to climb that tree. Allow myself to get expressive creatively. Because like, even though I was like, I can't paint, but like, what if I allow myself to? Mm -hmm. So I, I feel the value comes in these steps. Mm -hmm. Where do you notice you're hindering yourself to where the younger version of yourself would have wanted to express there and used yeah. to, and you mm -hmm. block yourself from that? Yeah. Go into that. Yeah. Allow that. And for me, that was like the biggest revelations have come through. And then it's just been a ripple effect. Cool. And then I just would bring my, my people around me into it and invite them into it. And then yeah. everybody wants to do it again to the same theme. Like humans innately want this. Can you be the one to also grab the people around you mm -hmm. and potentially invite them into yeah. it? Whatever version that is. Oh, I love that so much, man. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, of that's, course. That's fire. And we're running one of our challenges right now. Every, every month we, we run a challenge called Change the Story Challenge. And at the beginning of every call, it's all about dance and play and movement. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun that by the end of the fifth day of this challenge, everybody's always like, how do I do this every day? Like, yeah. we want it. Mm -hmm. We truly want it. And, and, and so many stories that we carry or so many limits that we have from our past because of trauma or whatever block us from expressing it. And I love how you tapped into this, like, don't give a fuck attitude mm -hmm. because you can't express yourself and your truth if you 
don't give a fuck mm-hmm. from a part from your heart. And this isn't like I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about you. Like you're a piece of shit. It's not a it's not a negative. Don't give a fuck attitude. It's like a, I'm not gonna let other people's blocks and triggers affect how I'm going to express myself mm, and yeah. doing it from a place of love for oneself and love for that inner child yeah. is the most important piece. You know, I, you know, I, I've told you this story, but I'll share it with, with everybody banana? else. The, the banana, yes. the banana. banana story. So we, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I really started coming into my full expression through fitness and a friend of mine and I, we used to, we started this thing. It was called like Fancy Short Fridays. And so we'd wear like little booty shorts and work out. And we had like all these hilarious little things that we started doing. And one thing that we did was we had a fruit bowl party where we invited all these people to come dressed up like fruits. Mm-hmm. And we all, like me and my friends, wore banana suits. After the party, we had a bunch of banana suits. And so this is when Snapchat was like kind of big and we were like playing with it, right? And, and you know, now I'm 36, so I don't really rock out Snapchat anymore. But this is when we were playing with that. And, and one of my friends like posted a video of himself just walking down the street in the banana suit and a bunch of people like looking at him. And so it started this game where it was like, who can do the more ridiculous thing in the banana suit? Mm. And so, you know, we'd work out in them. We went skiing in them. A bunch of us went surfing in them. We did all this crazy shit. One of, one of our friends went into a Whole Foods dressed as a banana and started like grabbing all the bananas and like ran out the door and started throwing them out the door. And he was like, you're all free. <laughs> you're free. <laughs> and, then, like, and then like ran away. I don't know if he oh, actually well, paid for the bananas or what happened. <laughs> Hopefully the police don't listen to this and he gets in trouble. But... But I, I got to a point where I, I was dating a woman in San Francisco and I was like, all right, I'm like for my own inner work, as well as to win this fucking challenge yeah. that we had, I'm going to wear a banana suit on the airplane from my house to the airport to San Francisco. And I put it on super confidently. And the, the whole caveat was that I couldn't, I couldn't act like I was wearing a banana suit. I, I had to just be straight face. Like I just had yeah. to be, you know, and I, like I'm, I was just, I was assistant vice president of a financial company. I was like a, you know, I was like a businessman. I was like, <laughs> this is not, you know what I mean? Like this was not some, I'm not, I wasn't just some wild man at that point. Well, I was, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I, I, you know, I, I, so I put on the suit and, and I stepped outside of the door and I got in the taxi. Mm. And I remember like my heart sinking in the taxi. I was like, you're going oh to the airport. God, yeah. I, I'm nervous about what this cab driver's thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get on an airplane going to San Francisco from Vancouver on a Friday, which is like packed flight, like flying United, you know, it's, it's the whole, the whole nine. And, and I started getting so nervous and I almost backed out. I was like, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if I see somebody that knows me? Like, what if I see a client? You know, I had all these things coming up in my mind. And as I stood in the lineup at security, I was just like, oh my, everyone was looking at me. People were taking photos of me. And I was just like, I'm going to end up on the internet. This is going to be so bad for my career. All these stories, all these ideas. And then I, but I just kept going with it. And I kept going with it. And I kept going with it. And I didn't take it off. And I just kept going with it. And when I got to the gate, I sat down and I just like pulled out my laptop and I started doing some work <laughs> and, and a but and like a guy comes up and, and he's like, did you lose a bet? And I remember being like, okay, I got to hold it down. I got, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? What am I talking about? <laughs> You're dressed up as a banana. 
Like, what do you, and and I'm like, no, I'm just going to San Francisco. And the guy was just looking at me like, what the fuck? This guy's crazy. And then a bunch of like women came over who I think were there on a bachelorette party and they started talking to me. And before I knew it, like the whole gate was in on it and we were all having fun and like people were like the banana man and all this stuff. And it became this thing. And I got on the airplane and everyone's like, where's the banana? And like, there was all this fun that came out of it. And then it broke it all down. I wasn't like, wait a minute, I'm this weirdo that everyone's going to, you know, judge. Everyone was like, that's so fun. Mm. Oh my God, you're the banana man. I was taking selfies with people on the plane and, and all these things happened. And I never saw any of those people again. Yeah. <laughs> it never affected me in any way. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> I fucking like, love that. Dude. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it was so much fun. Yeah. And people don't care. That's the thing. If anything, it's going to invite them into doing some fun shit. That's always the thing. Like if you're in your fun and you're in excitement, your version of full excitement, it's going to invite people in. So we say, yeah, don't give a fuck from your heart about other people's stories and beliefs and whatever about you. But more than likely or not, you're going to invite them into a version of themselves that they also like, that a piece of themselves that they also want to see brought out. Like mm-hmm. you're, I, I've never heard that full story actually. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> It was so. I fucking love that. And and for my personal growth, it was so beautiful because it made me go, I can do what I want. That's the thing. I'm not affecting anybody. It wasn't like I was doing something that was affecting other people. It was just just me and it was fun. And so often it's like if you want to present or you want to launch a product or you want to go out and, and wear something that is more wild you know like we we're at pride this whole weekend yeah. completely dressed up oh, with nines fully in dressed full expression yeah if you want to do that do that and if someone passes you and sees you dancing your ass off to shania twain because you feel like a woman uh-huh and that person is like and they know they're gonna be like wow you look like you're having a good time yeah <laughs> you know how did you do the work so that you could express yourself in that way like you're and just gonna be- if they have judgments so like you look gay you look like whatever it's Obviously not a person you want to even not put your energy all. into or spend not time with. So it's, 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 it's honestly a shit test as well. 100%. If you're in your full expression best. and the people around you are like, ugh, like that's already itself. It's like, oh, cool. So you're obviously not somebody you're I not should my person. spend time with. You're Great. Not, you're not, Clarity. You're not, exactly. Fantastic. I love that. this. Dude, I love all of this. And you brought up a really cool thing that I used to do with a lot of clients, which is gamify your discomfort. And it's so fun. Those oh. of you who are into sports, those of you who are into, I mean, naturally, we're competitive beings when, you, when it comes down to it. But if you can gamify the discomfort and then around the theme of full expression, ooh, baby. So good. That was probably loud in the mic. Ooh, baby. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Like how Cam did it. He's like, all right, this is a challenge. I'm going to yeah. show up for it. And then the other side of that, like you probably didn't even care that like the challenge was one. You learned so much from it and brought so much forward. It was such a rich experience. Yeah, like that's that's amazing. So what we're saying is get a banana suit. Yeah. Fly to San Francisco. Yeah. More people on the flight. <laughs> and you could choose an original fruit. Blueberry yeah. might be hard because you got to inflate quite a bit. So you might affect some people. But bananas are good because they're sleek and they're yellow and they really stand really out. It stands out. Yeah. yeah. Or your version. Your, what's your version of a banana suit? Yeah. 
flying to San Francisco. Yeah. Gamify the discomfort of full expression, people. Yeah. That's such a fun invitation. 100%. And I even think about like now, how can I do that? Like, and there's always more levels, more layers. Yeah. There's like, what's our next version of that? Like totally. we went to the pride parade yeah. covered in glitter. We painted our nails. They're still painted. They are. They are. They're and so and they're beautiful. Mine are but actually like, kind of ratchet. <laughs> I, know, I don't want to say it. They can't see that far. And so like, what is that next version? There's always another version. There's always a way to gamify it to, to invite that next layer in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's even one for us to ponder on too, for to hold sure. each other too. I love that. I love that. And the one thing I want you to share with people is, is a cool thing that we use in our challenges and in our community is the yeah. five to feel alive. So if someone's yes. like, how do I, uh, yeah. how do I, how do I step into this? Like what's oh, the game of five banana do? could be yeah. five to feel alive. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Five to feel alive. I did a few different versions yeah. of it. So let's, we'll choose five from yeah. what we did. Five to feel alive is basically, it's in the name itself. So it's five different things you can choose from to feel fully alive, to pee in your express self. And to kind of push people into some discomfort. But you mm-hmm. could, you know, tell your friends about this, like get them to hold you to it. And you hashtag, it, tag, hashtag five to feel alive. And hashtag and five to feel alive. Tag us. Do it, we see yeah, it. exactly. This, this is fun. So one of them you can do the classic climb a tree, like go live or like get a video when you're on top, when you're in a tree, climbing a tree, which to some people sounds like nothing. Some people it sounds weird and terrifying. So if it sounds like nothing, don't do that one. If it sounds weird and terrifying, do that one. That's the whole point of five to feel alive. It's not just to do the one that you're like, oh, I can easily do it. Do the one you don't want to do the most. The one you don't want to do the most. (laughs) Exactly. The next one is, oh, staring contest with a stranger. That Mm -hmm. one's always fun. That one's Eye gazing with a stranger. Good time. Probably let them know. Yeah, get consent. Get consent. consent. (laughs) Don't just Just start mean mugging people. Wrong neighborhood. You'd be surprised. All right, the next one is... Jumping into water naked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jumping into water naked. Ideally, a cliff jump. Not too high. We like the genitals. But yeah, a naked jump into water. If you don't have a a jump, you can just run into the ocean. The one with hugging was a good one, but I'm needing to remember if it was like one five-minute hug. It was a five-minute hug. Yeah, so one five-minute hug with somebody that you probably wouldn't, like probably not your partner, but if you guys don't really hug, you could. But somebody you wouldn't usually hug so deeply mm-hmm. uh, and maybe you're not somebody who hugs a lot so that might be the one for you and the roar i yeah, love the roar the roar's a good that one. one's That's all a good about one. expression right because you yeah. just go into nature or into public yes because it really doesn't matter and just roar like as like, loud roar. as you can just let it yeah. out let yourself be heard let yourself be seen it can be fun to do i had a client recently do it with the whole family yeah that's it so good like, with the family yeah so go to a beautiful. river and do it and get it on video, like get yourself in that because it can feel scary. You may have to do it two or three times and like scream and be like, I didn't really let it all out. Yeah. Like, did I really bring it all? And then bring it all. If you want to so- see Ryan bring it all, <laughs> oh, yeah, go can, to at Live Embodied Instagram and check out the rewilding yes. post from like last week. Yeah. And he just lets it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My whole body. The waterfall. Just, it just shakes because yeah, I move that energy. That's what it's about, people. That was five. That was five. Five to feel five alive. Five to feel alive. Try them out. Tag us. Make your version of it. But try one of those five. Lean into mm-hmm. it. Gamify it. Have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And lean into that expression, the one that terrifies you the most. Mm-hmm. And once again, as we sign off, our retreat is coming up in December. 
It's the Ignite New Year's Eve retreat. This is seven days with Ryan and I in Costa Rica. Breath work, full expression, shadow work, ceremony, surfing, playing, jungle runs, waterfalls, sandy beaches. Uh, uh, all the good stuff. Oh, you, I thought. Ah, oh, damn. I, I was well, done. Kinda, you had a lot there. Kind of, yeah. It's a weird time to drop a beat. Yeah, it was. But it was okay. Lots of things. They get it. They get full it. expression. Full expression. Seven days with us. Link to re- to apply actually is going to be in the description, so check that out. Boom. Follow Ryan Movement Miller on Instagram and Cam McDougal. Yes, as well as at Live Embodied for more yeah. tools and fun. Get ready. <laughs> Who put that tape? <laughs> Who put that? Stay, stay lit, lit crew. Boom, bang. Peace. <laughs>